Hi, I'm Elizabeth Noyce, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. McGurk! I love not typing. not messing my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you <laughs> like it? It's being, becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Welcome to Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson, and uh, my uh, usual co-host, Morgan Glennon, is on vacation this week. So I am live and wired on the Supergirl Radio Facebook page and the DC TV podcast YouTube channel with a special guest who is actually no stranger to Supergirl Radio. Uh, so, John Wilson, uh, you're going to be with us to guide us and help us guide us through the history of Crypto the Superdog. So welcome back to Supergirl Radio, John. It has been way too long. There were no cameras last time. <laughs> I didn't That's know how true. I was going to fit the entire studio crew into my apartment, but here they all are. They look great. <laughs> that is true. The, I think the last time you might have been on Supergirl Radio was actually for the Streaky the Supercat uh, character spotlighted. That possibly, I, I can't, I'll have to go back into the archives, but I thought it would be fitting for you to come on and talk about Crypto the Superdog uh, with me since we, we talked about his uh, f- uh, feline. That's cat, yes. Feline yes. and canine. Feline counterpart. <laughs> feline counterpart. Uh, Streaky the super cat. We're now going to talk about the canine uh, super in the super uh, man family. So uh, even though, uh, actually, uh, since I guess some people would be listening or watching this and thinking, why are they talking about Crypto the Superdog? Well, two reasons. Uh, Crypto the Superdog is about to make his big screen appearance in the DC League of Super Pets animated feature film uh, coming out next month. And he has also uh, quite recently been associated with Kara Zor-El <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, he's actually appeared alongside Supergirl in recent comic book runs, Future State, Kara Zor-El, Superwoman, and Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, so those, uh, those things uh, have been out there and pairing a Supergirl with Crypto. So uh, Supergirl, and actually we're going to talk about some other instances in which Supergirl and Crypto uh, have been associated as well. But this is all in preparation for uh, the uh, animated feature film that is coming out, uh, I believe, July 9th, 2022. So it will hit theaters. Right hit theaters then so it's coming up soon so uh we need to uh learn about crypto the super dog so that we can fully appreciate his big screen uh debut in the theaters but before we do that we need to get to the news According to Deadline.com, Donald Faison and Abigail Spencer are set as the co-leads opposite John Cryer and Mike O'Malley's off-cycle multicam NBC comedy pilot from Lionsgate. I said Lionsgate strangely. I apologize for that. From Lionsgate, a television written by Survivor's Remorse creator O'Malley, the untitled comedy centers on uh, Jim, played by John Cryer, and uh, Julia 
played by Abigail Spencer, who after an amicable uh, divorce, amicable, also a, a tough word to say, decide to continue to raise their two young kids at the family home while taking turns on who gets to stay with them. Navigating the waters of divorce and child sharing gets hilariously more complicated for Jim when the owner of his favorite sports team, uh, played by Donald Faison, enters the picture and wins Julia's heart. Faison plays Trey, owner of the Boston Celtics, a proud MIT grad and Julia's new fiance. Spencer's Julia is the successful owner of her own crisis management firm. Cryer was previously cast as Jim, a good-natured, sarcastic, yet sincere corporate compliance officer. Wow, that's a lot in one character. Who gets right. along famous, famously with everyone, including Julia, with whom he shares a close bond, characterized by lots of laughter and warm feelings. So if you are uh, a big fan of John Cryer and want to follow him after his uh, time on Supergirl as Lex Luthor, it sounds like he's going to be in a new TV series. We don't know the title of it yet, so we'll just have to keep uh, our eyes peeled on the news to see what is going to be happening. But it looks like it's going to be uh, at least the pilot is associated with NBC. So if it gets picked up for series, it will be on NBC uh, so that's for all the John Cryer fans out there. Also, I just wanted to uh, update everybody because I got an answer about something that we talked about in our Superman Celebration recap episode uh, the previous week of Supergirl Radio. Uh, so I'd like to uh, give everybody an update on a previously unidentified object in the Super Museum. I had no idea what it was. I had a lot of questions. It was a really strange object. Uh, but in our Superman Celebration 22 recap episode uh there was kind of a weird and creepy mask on display in the super museum and it was sort of near the supergirl section so i was trying to figure out what it was and I, I contacted the super museum and they were very kind to point me to a video on their youtube channel that they had recorded uh that talked about it and revealed that the object was a screen used mask from the smallville season nine episode echo uh, so Lynn Workman was actually correct in his get his uh, guess on that episode of Supergirl Radio that it actually involved Toy Man. So it makes sense for me as to why I didn't know what it was because I actually stopped watching Smallville at the end of season eight. So uh, I would I wouldn't have any reference for something that happened in season nine. So uh, that actually I've seen season nine, but not since it was on. So I've I've forgotten most of it. Yeah, I think this was kind of a. a, a it sort of seemed like it was kind of a throwaway object. Like it wasn't like a big focus uh, to the camera. So I, I, I think it's kind of a uh, something that you would have to be a really big fan of to, to catch this. So I didn't feel so bad after I learned that it was from season nine. I was like, okay, that makes me feel better that I'm not totally ignorant, but it was based out of me not uh, seeing season nine. So I'm sure everyone who is a Smallville fan who has seen season nine and loves season nine was like yelling at me. Like, of course that's what that was, Rebecca. Uh, but I had to learn. So thank you to the super museum uh, for, uh, you know, pointing that in my way so that I could uh, know what that was. Cause it's actually a cool mask up close. A lot of detail uh, looks like somebody really took the time uh, to uh, to get into that. Uh, let's see. I'm going to hop into the uh, chat really quickly before we get into our crypto spotlight, because that's going to cover us on the news. Uh, New Rachel says, don't remind me about future state superwoman. Well, tough cookies, Rachel, because we're about to drop some Supergirl radio episodes where we talk about future state Superwoman. So that is coming. And they're actually uh, some pretty good episodes, if I do say so myself. So uh, you'll actually get to uh, hear Morgan and me read through 
uh, those two issues and dissect them and try to figure them out. <laughs> so good stuff. It'll be on video on the DCTV podcast YouTube channel. Will also uh, appear in video form on the Facebook page, the Super Radio Facebook page, but also, of course, in your audio podcast uh, feed. So if you want to check it out there just within the audio version, you can do that as well. Uh, so that is coming your way soon. All right. Well, John, I think we need to talk about the the dog of the hour, uh, <laughs> a Supergirl Radio character spotlight episode. If you've never heard us uh, talk about our character spotlights, uh, they always begin with the comic book version of the character. So we're going to start with that. Some some kind of general need to know information about crypto and crypto's first appearance. And then we're going to dive into more of the comics. And, and John's going to help us give some uh, comic book recommendations featuring a super dog and some things that we can, you know, uh, look forward to reading in the comics if we would like to continue on uh, in our our own personal study of Crypto the Super Dog. So uh, just to uh, get us started here, a Crypto the Super Dog was created by Otto Bender and Kurt Swan. Supergirl fans uh, should be familiar with the name Otto Bender. He is the co-creator of a Supergirl. Uh, so he also created Crypto the Super Dog. His first appearance was in Adventure Comics number two. 210 from March 1955. He is uh, a Kryptonian canine, so he does come from Krypton. So that's usually associated with his uh, origin story. I'm trying to think if there's another instance where he is not a Kryptonian dog. I think most of the time he is. Uh, the the original post-crisis take on Krypto was not a Kryptonian dog. Mm. But we, can, we can talk about that later. Okay, yes. Uh, rem remind me when we get there so that, so that we can uh, uh, bring that up because uh, most of the time he is a Kryptonian canine, right. but there are some instances in which he is not. Um, uh, it, uh, there is a, a, a family tree though, that is, <laughs> that has been given in the comics and Superboy number 126 from January, 1966 in a story titled Crypto's Family Tree. Crypto's father's name was given as Zipto, his grandfather as Nipto, and his great-grandfather as Vipto. So if you needed to know Crypto, the Superdog's family tree, that does exist in comic book form. So uh, Because of the Silver Age, everybody. It was the 60s. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know the lineage of Crypto, the, the Superdog. I, th I personally think that's It's good when important. your dog comes with a pedigree documented, you know, for their, the, you know. <laughs> I think that's very important, and I'm glad that we have that information. All right. So uh, let's see. Let's get into some aliases. Uh, so Crypto does have a secret identity, much like uh, Superboy, Clark Kent, or Superman, Clark Kent, however you want to uh, uh, put him up where you, wherever you put Crypto and Clark Kent's life at the time. Uh, Crypto usually does have a secret identity when he's not Crypto the Superdog. He was the Kent family dog named Skip. And this is something that I recently uh, learned because I uh, read through the DC Comics year by year, a visual chronicle, which I highly recommend to any DC fans. Great book. Uh, but it talked about how Crypto acquired a cover for his secret identity by dyeing a patch of his all-white fur brown. To turn back, he could burn off the dye with his heat vision. <laughs> Do you know about this, John? I had never heard about that before. Yeah, so, you know, Clark has a dog that looks just like Crypto, and Superboy has a dog called Crypto. So, you know, <laughs> in the Silver Age, the Clark would bend over backwards in every possible way to keep anyone from possibly linking the idea that Clark Kent could be Superboy. So uh, Crypto, 
who I should say didn't actually spend a whole lot of time on Earth. Often between adventures, he would just go off into space and romp around chasing asteroids and whatever. But when he would stay on Earth for a little while, yeah, they would uh, uh, paint a little patch of his fur brown, and then whenever he needed to, you know, turn into crypto and put on his cape collar, he would burn <laughs> that uh, that patch of da- uh, paint off of his fur. So it wasn't something they did a whole lot, but at least a good half dozen times you, you would see him do this. Uh, yeah, and Mara in the chat asked, does he wear little dog glasses? And I'm trying to remember if I have... <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I have a, a, a comic book issue where he does. Uh, let me see. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, actually, Mara, he does in some instances where he will have glasses. I think I, I just saw a clip from DC League of Super Pets uh, that was posted to social media today where uh, Crypto also had glasses on in that clip as well. So uh, if, from what I saw from my research, and we'll, we'll talk about this group, uh, the, can- the Space Canine Patrol agents that Crypto was a part of, um, he has worn uh, eyeglasses there as well. <laughs> yeah, this this was the idea. They, they they probably did it for three or four stories, kind of close together, where Crypto was part of this team of space dogs, and they were space dog police, and they would just fly around, and he was part of the team. So, yeah, that was pretty great. Um, I guess maybe the legion the legion of super pets was not enough of a full time job. He had to moonlight. <laughs> yes, he uh, he he's been uh, associated with uh, several groups, so we'll definitely talk about uh, that group. Spe- and I guess that's a good segue because that's what we're about to talk about. So, Crypto's been associated with uh, Superman, you know, if you want to call it Team Superman or the Superman family. Uh, he's been part of the Legion of Super Pets. He's also worked with the Justice League. And uh, my favorite thing about Crypto is that he is associated with this group called the Space Canine patrol agents and um uh, there this is a a, a group uh, if you were going to uh, describe them you could uh, say that they are a group of fictional anthropomorphic extraterrestrial canine superheroes that appeared in stories published by DC comics and here are just a, a few of the members of the of that group and i think correct me if i'm wrong john i think they're sort of patterned off of um well, I know the Legion of Super Pets is kind of patterned off the Legion of Superheroes, but uh, does, isn't there, um, I'm trying to think of the like space uh, police that the Legion of Superheroes uh, the, the, sci- the science police, the science police. That's what I think that that's kind of where my mind was associated. If, like if the Legion of super pets are kind of like the Legion of superheroes, I was just kind of like thinking that uh, maybe the space canine patrol agents were sort of like the science police, but that that's just where my mind went. Uh, not that that was said explicitly. I just kind of made that association. Uh, but the, here are some members of the space canine patrol agents. If you want to, to learn that, cause I think it's important cause they will come up uh, later. Later when we talk about the Crypto, the Superdog animated series. Uh, so some of the members are Tail Terrier, who has an elastic tail that can be used as a rope. And he is top dog of the uh, space, kind, space Canine Patrol agents. There's can, also I, can, we, uh, can we alternate on these? Because I love this. Oh, yes. Let, uh, I'll, I'll read one, then you get you get one, and then I'll, I'll go and we'll, we'll uh, uh, bounce off each other. So, so Mammoth Mutt is next. He's Mammoth Mutt because he can inflate... His size, he many times his size, uh, but sadly he died in his first appearance. Rip that is, that is really tragic. I feel like he could really uh, come into an, an important. Uh, he could he could play an important role, and uh, sadly it, he could grow like he into died. the role. 
Yeah, he could grow into the role. Exactly. This is that's a great pun. A uh, hot dog is uh, kind of what you think a hot dog would be. He is a pyrokinetic, so he is a hot dog. Then we have Tusky Husky. Tusky Husky can turn one of his canine teeth into a long tusk, which is then used as a lever. Of course, it would not be used as a stabby weapon because these are comics and superheroes don't kill. Sure, of course, but uh, but it could be the the tusk could come into play in important ways. Uh, the, we also have Bulldog, who can grow horns like uh, a bull, of course. Uh, paw Pooch can grow additional limbs with little paws on them. <laughs> uh, Chameleon Collie is a shapeshifter. The Prophetic Pup, he's a clairvoyant. That that, uh, that name says it all, I think. Uh, having, having prophecy, uh, clairvoyance and prophecy. Uh, let's see, there's Mammoth Miss. Mammoth Miss, that's very difficult to say. That's Mammoth Mutt's girlfriend. Oh, she must have been devastated when Mammoth Mutt died in his first appearance. So this is Mammoth Mutt's girlfriend uh, with the same, uh, power, uh, same powers where you can inflate too many times the size. So I'm guessing that Mammoth Mutt, they killed off Mammoth Mutt and they were like, but Mammoth Mutt is kind of a cool idea. So they created <laughs> Mammoth Mutt's girlfriend, Mammoth Miss. That's my guess. I don't know if that's really. I wonder if I wonder if, if, if the uh, space canines date people with their same powers on the regular or if they uh, if this is a particular exception. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but then Beam Beagle, he possessed searchlight eyes. But sadly, much like Mammoth Mutt, we lost Beam Beagle when he died in the line of duty. God, this is devastating for the people who are like, uh, does the dog die? Yes, several, <laughs> several times the dog the dog dies in these content, stories. Content warning, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh, devastating. Um, well, and then the last uh, member of the uh, Space Canine Patrol agents is, of course, Crypto, who has similar powers to Superman. And a version of that team in the 2000s, uh, Crypto, the Superdog animated series, uh, showed up on that uh, series under the name Dog Star Patrol. So uh, so I guess they thought that the Space Canine Patrol agent was kind of a long-winded name. And it, it is. I mean, that's it's all. It's a that's, bit of a mouthful. Yeah. So, that, so they uh, uh, shrunk it down to the essence of the team. And uh, they called this team the Dog Star Patrol. So if you're watching the video live stream, you'll see some of these characters. And uh, so a lot of them are similar to what is in the comic book version of them. Uh, but there are a couple of new ones here. So sort of the leader of the bunch is Brainy Barker, who's voiced by Ellen Kennedy. Uh, she's a Saluki, I think is how you pronounce it, dog in appearance. Although she refers to herself as an Afghan in the episode Meet the Dog Stars. She is the leader of the Dog Star Patrol. Brainy Barker possesses powers, uh, 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 allowing her to read minds, pro uh, project force fields, and levitate objects. Uh, John, do you want to take uh, the next one? I guess uh, Mammoth Mutt, we're, we're familiar with Mammoth Yeah, Mammoth, Mammoth Mutt. Mutt is back again. You know, he, he may have died in one incarnation, but in the animated series, he's back, voiced by Kelly Sheridan. I'm sorry, he is not back. She is back. She's a chihuahua with the ability to inflate her body to an enormous ball-shaped size. So I guess like a pufferfish kind of thing, allowing her to use her size to attack foes. She can also expand other parts of her body. If she's doing ball-shaped size, is that like Bouncing Boy, but as a dog? 
Sort of sounds like it. I'm trying to think about some of the episodes that I watched in which that happened, but it, it, it was kind of like, uh, kind of like Bouncy Boy, Bouncy Boy in that. Uh, I'll be honest, I have dark. not seen the crypto cartoon. It is on the list in my Superman read through, but I have not gotten to it yet. Well, we'll talk about it. It has a very catchy theme song that will get stuck in your head for like two weeks. Uh, <laughs> so just <laughs> for, uh, warning on that. Uh, also in the Dog Star Patrol, uh, just like in the comics, Bulldog is there, voiced by Michael. Dobson, a bulldog with stereotyped British gestures and two like horns uh, that can be used for attacking foes and breaking objects. Then Paw Pooch is voiced by Dale Wilson. He's a basset hound with the ability to grow and sprout multiple limbs, allowing him to dig and run quickly. Very useful. Uh, there's Tail Terrier, voiced by Peter Kalamis, a Scottish terrier with the ability to stretch his tail and use it like a lasso. Also, it talks with an accent, with a Scottish accent, so you can uh, only imagine uh, how adorable that is. Tusky Husky is back again, voiced by Terry Klassen, a uh, Siberian husky with a stereotypical accent, of course, and a giant front tooth which he can use as a drill. You can see that tooth on the picture there. Yeah, uh, Tusky Husky, I, it sounds like a, a cool thing in theory, but it also just visually, I don't know how, how that works. Does Tusky Husky have a certain way of eating things? Does the big tusk get in the way? I don't know how that works. Uh, but uh, that is definitely unusual for a dog. Uh, then we have Hot Dog, just like in the comics, voiced by Trevor Duvall, a dachshund with the ability to generate tremendous heat and breathe fire. And Drooly is a reserve member, voiced by Ty Olson. Drooly is an old English sheepdog who can use his drool as a weapon in various ways, such as grabbing objects, creating bubbles, and using those bubbles as projectiles. So he has prehensile drool. That's pretty great. He, he only appeared in the episode The New Recruit. <laughs> so uh, Drooly is uh, quite the drooler, as the name suggests. And uh, in case anybody's interested, uh, even Streaky the Super Cat becomes a member of the Dog Star Patrol after saving Crypto's life. So it's not just for dogs only. It's for dogs and their friends, their adjacent cat friends who do some good work. So Streaky can be a member of the Dog Star Patrol. All right, so let's talk about Crypto's superpowers. So uh, this is something I also learned from DC Comics Year by Year, a visual chronicle that I did not know. I never thought about it before, but uh, that book says that Crypto's superpowers are similar to Superman's, but weaker as they are proportionate to a dog's body. And uh, as I read that, I thought, that's adorable. Uh, so I guess that makes sense. If he's a little smaller, he's not going to have as much power as maybe Superman would uh, because he's in a, a smaller sized body. So I thought that was uh, interesting. I never thought about that before. Uh, crypto, of course, has super strength, super endurance, hearing and longevity, uh, super speed, solar energy absorption, superhuman stamina, agility and reflexes, supervision, all, all of the supervisions, the heat vision, the electromagnetic uh, spectrum vision, the microscopic vision, telescopic vision, x-ray vision and infrared vision. Uh, he is also invulnerable. He can fly and he occasionally does some super licking as dogs would do. Would expect so, that. 
Yes, I, I would expect that. I like it when uh, crypto gets to be a dog. Uh, he's a, he's a he's a superhero, but he's uh, it's good to be reminded sometimes that he is in fact a dog. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Well, I guess uh, John, let's uh, this may be a good time to hop into crypto's first appearance in the comics, which was in Adventure Comics number. 210. This is a story titled The Super Dash Dog from Krypton. So I had some uh, conflicts. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, John, uh, because I, I didn't know how to uh, title this episode of Super Radio or write about crypto because sometimes uh, the issue would say super dog, like super and dog smashed together as one word. And then sometimes it would be super dash dog. And so I was like, well, how do I, how do I write it out? I don't know. Uh, so, it's a great question. Since it's not his name, you could probably do it either way. Like the Batman could be either the Batman or the Bat hyphen man. But if he's just Batman, then it's one word. So yeah. that's that's my take on it off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I thought the uh, the the issue, the first appearance uh, had super dog smushed up into one word. So that's why I went with that. But then the story title seems to be uh, the super dash dog. So I don't know. You can go with it either way. It, they also do that with Streaky the super cat where it's Streaky the super dash cat or Streaky the super cat with one word. And I'm like, what? Somebody settle on something. Somebody just decide it and stick to it. <laughs> uh, but uh, Adventure Comics number 210 is a story titled The Super Dog from Krypton. And uh, this issue begins in Smallville, where we meet a white dog, a stray mutt. Uh, the issue says a stray mutt without a license who is caught by a dog catch catcher. Uh, but in the next moment, the dog busts through the wagon as if someone had dropped a, a boulder on the truck. And uh, so, so uh, you can imagine that caused a lot of chaos. Having observed this, a young Clark Kent changes into Superboy to investigate. The hole in the dog catcher's wagon lets all the dogs loose, so Superboy returns them, of course, as he, as he would, except the dog who caused all the trouble got away. Later on, while young Clark Kent works in his father's store, some criminals attempt a robbery. Normally, this would be easy for Superboy to take care of, but with so many people around, he can't change into his superhero persona. Thankfully, though, the white mutt who got away from the earlier uh, trouble confronts the robbers and their bullets bounce off of him. With everyone distracted, young Clark Kent helps Crypto, leading to the arrest of the bad guys. Clark finds the strange dog chewing on one of the crook's uh, steel uh, guns down like it was a, a tasty dog biscuit, biscuit, just chewing it up like it was a biscuit. When he finishes eating his snack, the dog takes off with a lightning flash, and Superboy, curious about where he comes from, chases after him, having to fly as he does it because the dog takes off into the air. Uh, once Superboy catches up with him, Superboy starts to realize that the super dog has powers similar to his own. The dog uses his x-ray vision to spot a bone buried in the ground. Crypto displays super intelligence, for a dog at least, and guides Superboy to a rocket that recently crashed. Thankfully, Superboy finds a document written in the, quote, the language of Krypton, unquote, which explains that before Krypton blew up, Scientists experimented with rockets, hoping to achieve a workable spaceship. Uh, and the uh, the issue says, quote, before daring to send up human pilots, of course, they use test animals in the untried rockets. So crypto is kind of the, the test before any of the uh, rockets from 
uh, uh, Krypton are uh, deployed, as in the case of young Kal-El. Well, understanding that Krypton may blow up at any mo moment, this is a sort of a flashback to Jor-El. Uh, the issue says, quote, one particular scientist, unquote, revealed later to be Jor-El, Superboy's Kryptonian father, recognized the emergency and put a puppy he names Crypto in an experimental rocket that would never return. The issue suggests that a meteor bounced it deep into space where it drifted aimlessly for years. During that time, the puppy grows into a super dog. That information that Superboy finds in the rocket leads him to the conclusion that because the record he found was written by his father, Crypto is actually the pet he had as a baby. So that's a pretty good assumption on the part of Superboy. He's connecting a lot of dots uh, from these documents that he found. Having a super pet sounds like a lot of fun at first, but Superboy soon realizes that Crypto's frisky, friskiness, as the issue says, could cause harm. Crypto, uh, Crypto is stubborn and won't let go of part of a plane that Superboy needs to weld back together. To trick, uh, to trick Crypto to let it go, Superboy uses super ventriloquism, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, superpowers, oh uh, to, mi to, to mimic the sound of a cat's meow, which Crypto follows. This gives Superboy the chance he needs to weld the missing chunk of the plane, and the pilot is able to regain and main control of the aircraft. So having to uh, <laughs> to use super ventriloquism in that instance. Like any other boy taking care of his dog, Superboy and Crypto build a, a doghouse for Crypto using large stones. Superboy gives Crypto a bath with old barbed wire and molten lava. But like any other dog, Crypto wants to play. So he finds young Clark Kent at school and brings him a steel girder for a game of fetch into space. Uh, uh, meeting Crypto in space, though, Superboy catches the Superdog chasing meteors as he's chasing as if he's chasing cats. Even on Earth, Crypto chases cats through buildings, smashing through the bricks as if they are papers. So Crypto does uh, <laughs> cause a lot of damage in this issue. In an effort to train Crypto a little better, Superboy uses a loud supersonic whistle unheard by human ears that his Superdog can hear from any distance. When Crypto responds to the whistle, Superboy and Crypto go back to the bridge where Crypto got the steel girder, putting it back into place. So they're trying to correct uh, some mistakes uh, that Crypto has, <laughs> has caused. Uh, Clark Kent also uses Crypto to trick Lana Lang from confirming his identity as Superboy. She's already a little, uh, aggressively suspicious about it. Uh, how could he be Superboy, though, if, his, if there is a caped figure flying in the sky while Clark is on the ground? Uh, of course, that caped figure is Crypto, uh, but Lana can't see that far away, so what does she know? She, she just sees a figure with a flying cape in the sky. So uh, that's how Superboy is uh, able to trick Lana about his secret identity. The next morning, though, Superboy discovers that Crypto has left his doghouse and using his telescopic vision sees that Crypto is in deep space. Superboy says that he's glad that Crypto is gone because he was such a big bother. But and that's that's what the issue uh, <laughs> says. I thought crypto was great, but Superboy thought he was a big bother. But that not but that might not be the entire truth, because the issue ends with Superboy calling crypto his pal and hoping that he'll come back once in a while to say hello. So that is the first appearance of Crypto the Superdog. But that's one of the things that kids have to learn whenever they get their first pets, right? Like there's there's a lot of fun involved. There's also a lot of responsibility and yes. I guess they could think it's a bother, but you know we still love our love our pets. 
Yes. So crypto crypto, uh, gets into some shenanigans, causes a few (laughs) problems, but he does help Superboy uh, a little bit there in his first adventure. So it's good to see uh, his first appearance and how he got to where he was. Well, crypto has been around a long time. And since we have a limited amount of time in the podcasting space, we could do a whole podcast on crypto, the super dog, actually. I mean, he he, could, he needs his own podcast, I think. Uh, so we're not going to be able to cover every comic story he's featured in. Uh, but we have a few other stories that we're going to talk about. And one that John uh, recommended to me was Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number 29. So, uh, uh, John, could you could you guide us through that story and, and uh, help us un- understand what crypto's role is in it? Okay, so in Jimmy Olsen 29, it is now, you know, the adult Superman's era. And Superman hasn't seen crypto in a long time. So Jimmy Olsen is you know, hanging out being Jimmy Olsen. He needs Superman's help with a problem. And so he uses his signal watch, which, you know, goes zeet, zeet, zeet. And uh, (laughs) instead of Superman answering the call, though, it is Crypto the super dog flying back from space. Now, the problem that Jimmy was calling Superman's help for is that a dog pound truck had just like slid into the ditch on an unpaved side street. So it was like stuck in the mud. So not really a super problem, but you know, we're going to forgive Jimmy for a moment. Uh, Crypto (laughs) comes down and Jimmy's like, okay, just push that, push that truck out of the mud. And Crypto does. He pushes the truck out of the mud, but then he pushes right through the truck. And much like in his first appearance, this is a dog pound truck and the dogs start getting free. So Superman finally arrives at the uh, response of the signal watch. I'm glad nobody's life was in danger. Uh, he's <laughs> like, okay, so I'll, I'll get these dogs back in the truck and we'll let the dog catcher take them off where they digs the dogs. And, oh, look, Superman's like, it's my dog, Crypto. I figured he had just romped off into space to some other planet for 10 years. And uh, <laughs> so Jimmy and Crypto are happy to see Superman, but Superman notices that Crypto is actually kind of old he's a bit Mm. scraggly around the edges he's kind of jittery as he's standing and he says okay well you take care of him now jimmy i've got things to do he's like great i'm gonna take super i'm gonna take my super dog home and gonna feed him a super meal but he forgets to do that and he's like okay crypto you stay here i'm gonna go live my life and be jimmy olsen So he's out there and this big Superman statue starts to fall over. So Jimmy calls his Superman signal watch and Crypto the Superdog responds again. But as he leaps into the air to write the Superman balloon, he goes through a billboard. He didn't get enough oomph to his flight into the sky. So he tears through this billboard. Superman has to come and repair the billboard. He's getting a little bit annoyed that he's having to, you know, fix Crypto's super feats. And Jimmy <laughs> and Crypto are walking around and, and somebody pulls a gun on Jimmy, escaping robbers. They're shooting at me. And Crypto stands up on his hind legs and blocks the bullets with his Crypto super dog body. And Jimmy's like, great. Now use the heat of your x-ray vision to melt their guns, Crypto. But he doesn't melt the guns. Instead, he melts a hydrant. And so the water uh, goes and uh, gets all over the robber's car, which floods their ignition so they can't get away. Superman arrives and fixes the hydrant. The police come and get the robbers. They go to a, they go to a museum with dinosaurs and crypto hasn't had any food since he, I don't, he, I don't even know when he last ate. Cause it's been a, he's been in space for 10 years. Yeah. So when he sees the dinosaurs, he's like, Ooh, 
bones. I'm totally going to eat one of those. And he steals the Stegosaurus bone. So then Superman has to come and fix the Stegosaurus. Um, and so finally the city officials come around to collect crypto and put him on trial for being a menace to Metropolis. <laughs> so Jimmy is that is legal? Can you, can you do that? Can you put a dog on trial? <laughs> I don't know what kind of court they're summoning him to. Um, actually, Jimmy is the one who receives the summons, so he has to go defend his dog. Superman is like witness for the prosecution. Because he's like, even though crypto was once my pet, yeah, he's totally messing stuff up. And so Jimmy's <laughs> like, no, crypto's awesome. Remember all these wonderful things that crypto did? And he gives us like a recap of some key events from Superboy stories of the past. Um, and so Jimmy's like, you know, he did all these wonderful things when he was young. Are we going to forget them just because he's old and past his prime? Are we going to, you know, hate people just because they're old? And Superman's like, I'm going to take crypto away. And so he scoops up crypto. The judge rules that the Superman must take care of the dog. And Jimmy's like, bye, crypto, sob. And so he goes home where his little dog mat was and his little crypt, because the dog mat has already been um, monogrammed with the name crypto on it. <laughs> and he's already bought a dog food bowl with the name crypto on it. And he's like, my wonderful pet's gone forever, flew into space with Superman. But Superman comes and is like, no, 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 just kidding, Jimmy. I didn't take crypto into space. Here, look at this special mirror I made, which will reflect my telescopic vision after it's beamed around the world. Mm. I'm not sure that makes sense. But basically, he turns yeah. this mirror into a TV. <laughs> Magical TV where Jimmy can see that Superman left crypto in a valley surrounded by kryptonite hills. That's that uh, on the first hearing that sounds like that would be a bad idea. Yeah, like maybe a death sentence. Maybe like a death sentence, yes. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, no. However, the kryptonite rays have caused a weird chemical reaction with the water in the valley. And when crypto starts drinking the water, it makes him young. Kryptonite water, y'all, is a fountain of youth. <laughs> and it turns crypto back into his, you know, more virile crypto life stage from whenever he was playing with Superboy. And he can't fly away because, you know, kryptonite, but he does run away. He gets out of the kryptonite mountains. And while Superman and Jimmy are still talking, crypto digs through the world because Superman does a supersonic whistle and tunnels through the planet and comes up at the sidewalk outside of Jimmy's apartment building. And Jimmy rides crypto like a horse. Just, just like one, yeah. In, in, into the sky as they play <laughs> fetch with a steel girder, just like Superboy and Crypto did. And then at the end of the story, as he did years ago, Crypto left again for a super romp through the universe. And Superman's like, okay, if he returns, he's going to be your pet. Jimmy. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, come back, Crypto, someday. Please come back, just like Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, I like this story because I, I wasn't uh, aware that Jimmy Olsen had a, a big connection with Crypto. So from my experience, Crypto has been uh, largely associated with, of course, Superman and Superboy, and then uh, Supergirl. 
Uh, but the Jimmy Olsen connection, I did not know about. So I'm glad you brought this story to my attention. It's pretty great. And I like the idea, you know, you mentioned longevity and his powers. Because my first reaction whenever I read this story years ago was, it's been a really long time. You know, if Superboy had this dog when he was in his early to mid-teens, and now he's, you know, perpetually 29, dogs <laughs> don't tend to live that long. That's true. But Crypto did. Well, lived and long now- enough to get rejuvenated. Yes, and now with the kryptonite water, uh, it's you know he could live probably forever, I guess, which seems backwards to me that that, that should have killed him. You would but, think drinking kryptonite water would have been poison. Yes, uh, I don't know exactly how that works, but the story really sells it. I think, and uh, I think I'm, I'm going to try it next time I find some yeah. kryptonite. I'm just going to put some <laughs> so, kryptonite dust in some water. And- so uh, just know the kryptonite water does exist uh, in uh, Jimmy Olsen number twenty nine. So that <laughs> that's what happens there. So that's a that's a really cool story uh, to see the connection with Jimmy Olsen and Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. If people don't know, that was a very popular comic book series when it ran. Uh, it ran for a long time. Introduced a lot of really important things in the DC Comics universe, like Dark Side. Uh, so that series was a, a big popular series at the time. Jimmy uh, got his own solo series before Lois did. Yes. So, and both of those series, I, I, I'm guessing Jimmy's ran a little longer than Lois's, but both of those uh, comic book series uh, were very popular during the time. Uh, so uh, it's good to see that Jimmy Olsen really thrived uh, back then, uh, and I think he probably should now, is my opinion. Uh, and- but. Yeah, what happened with those is that um, the Jimmy Olsen book and the Lois Lane book and the Supergirl book were all folded into one large book, the Superman family. So, yes. and it, it kept the numbering of the Jimmy Olsen series, but really the Superman family became all three of those and more. Yeah, the Superman family issues are something that I want to really dig into because I've, I've only read a small spattering of those. Uh, Les Lar has a good a little run there in the Superman family. Uh, so I would like to read more of that. Uh, Rachel says in the comment, uh, uh, com- uh, the live chat uh, has a question. If Superman and Supergirl live longer in age slower than humans, why can't Crypto live longer than other dogs? I think that's a great question. And it makes point. total sense. It's not one of those things that came to my mind immediately when I was reading the story. But yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. So good call and good thought. All right. So a couple of stories I wanted to bring to the table, because in my research, it sounded like crypto was in, and correct me if I'm wrong, John, but uh, crypto uh, is introduced into the comics. And then at some point, he's sort of uh, abandoned a little bit by some of the storytellers and he's missing for a long time. Is that is that uh, what you found? Yeah, he's actually, whenever he's brought back in this Jimmy Olsen story, he still really hasn't become a super popular character yet. He's only appearing, you know, a, a couple or three times a year. But um, by the time you get to 1959, 1960, crypto is showing up a lot. And he t- starts to peter out around 1968. And so when you get into the 1970s, you'll have an entire year or two go by without a crypto story. Uh, and he becomes pretty rare. Uh, when I was reading through all of the Superman stories, um, I started to really miss crypto actually. And when you finally get to Superboy's second solo series, the new adventures of Superboy, I was hoping for a lot more crypto, but even then he only has a few handful of minor appearances. Um, he does actually have a solo series in the Superman family for a little while where he becomes a, a stunt dog and gets a dog girlfriend and 
all sorts of stuff. That sounds amazing. That's another incentive to <laughs> to get into the Superman family. It's a good uh, series. Yeah. Uh, well, after the 1971 revamp, you mentioned the 70s, after the 1971 revamp of Superman by editor Julius Schwartz, Crypto made no appearances for several years. The character returned suffering from amnesia in a 1974 two-part Green Arrow backup story in Action Comics number 440 and number 441. When asked in a 2006 interview why he quote, liberated crypto from the limbo kennel, unquote, writer Elliot S. Magan said, uh, and this is what his response was, a man needs a dog, a Superman needs a super dog. So that is why crypto uh, was uh, reintroduced back into some of these stories. So I'm just going to run through uh, Action Comics 440 and 441 really quickly so people have uh, some context for those stories. So Action Comics number 440 features a story titled Little Dog Lost. And if that sounds uh, somewhat familiar to Supergirl, fans. To me, that sounds a lot like the Superman, the animated series episode, Little Girl Lost, that introduced Supergirl on that show. So this is a story called Little Dog Lost. And this is uh, by a writer, Elliot S. Magan, who tells the tale of a Star City stray who dimly knows that he's looking for a flying man of some kind. He, he doesn't really know who this flying man is, but he, he knows he's looking for one. This white stray dog assists Green Arrow as he fights off some criminals smuggling scientific hardware into the country. Uh, so we are uh, with this, uh, this uh, amnesiac, I guess amnesiac uh, stray dog who's looking for a flying man. Uh, later in the story, the stray finds the pretty bird flower shop to bring Oliver Queen, who is Green Arrow, and Dinah Lance, who is Black Canary, one of the gadgets that were smuggled in. The device makes Dinah see monsters trying to hurt Oliver, so she lashes out at everyone in the room, believing Oliver and Crypto to be the monsters. The dog makes, quote, an astounding leap across the chaotic flower shop, unquote, to snag the device and stop Dinah from having the hallucination. Oliver notes that the dog moved as if he could fly. Dinah, who has taken to their new canine friend, names him Demian. Uh, sort of looks like Damien, but it's with an E, Demian, maybe, uh, because she has always liked that name. That's a, that's a name that she picked for this stray dog. So that ends Action Comics number 440. So I'm loving, actually, that Green Arrow Black Canary got some crypto time. So that makes me... Uh, <laughs> pretty happy. And, uh, and it's an Action Comics issue, but this was not the Superman story in the front of Action Comics. This was the Green Arrow backup. So I just, when I read those, I was kind of intrigued by the idea of bringing crypto back, not in a Superman story. Yes, uh, that is an interesting choice. Uh, but I, I, for one, would love, and we'll talk about the second part of the story and sort of uh, get to the conclusion of it. But just uh, while we're here, I want a whole series, just Green Arrow, Black Canary, Crypto, Solving Crimes. I need why, that. I need that a lot. Why can't I have that story? I want that story. Please do more of this. Uh, so this this was pretty great. So, all right, let's get into Action Comics number 441. Uh, in this second part of the two-parter, in a story titled The Mystery of the Wandering Dog. Did I say wandering? I meant wandering. He's wandering in this issue. Uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary are determined to find out more information about the hallucination gun that gave them issues in the, the previous issue in Action Comics number 440. 
because uh, they did have some chaotic uh, times in that flower shop. Uh, when the two costume heroes, a Green Arrow and Black Canary, go after a character named Professor Steelgraves, you, you know that's the bad guy because he's got he's got a good bad guy name. Uh, he hits them with an aging ray that makes them old. Oh no, the Green Arrow and Black Canary have gotten old because of this aging. They need some kryptonite water fast. They, they do. If only they had access to kryptonite water, it would solve all their problems. But they don't have to be old for too long because the stray they named Demian uh, crashes into the room and destroys the aging ray, which causes the process to reverse and correct them to their present ages. So Crypto, not using kryptonite water, but he does destroy the aging ray that fixes their problems. Uh, it isn't until the bad guy, though, Professor Steelgraves, who refers to Demian as a, quote, super dog, unquote, that Green Arrow and Black Canary finally put it together who their new sidekick truly is. But since he realizes that Green Arrow is not the flying man he's searching for, Crypto the super dog takes off and continues his wandering. Uh, so that's how Crypto uh, kind of comes back into stories after a long time of not being in them. And uh, Green Arrow uh, actually calls uh, Clark Kent, Oliver calls Clark Kent to say, hey, uh, uh, by the way, uh, I have some good news and some bad news. <laughs> so he does <laughs> let Clark Kent know that his Kryptonian dog is uh, back, uh, but he went away. And so that's kind of the bad news is they don't know where he went, but uh, but they did spot him. Uh, also, another story that I thought I would mention just because uh, uh, I guess since it's come up, Crypto's had some, you know, uh, dog girlfriends <laughs> occasionally. Uh, this is another story uh, that features one of those such instances. So this is Superman number 287. Uh, in this, uh, Crypto's memory was restored in 1975's Superman number 287, which is a story titled, Who Was the Dog I Saw You With Last Night? <laughs> Written by Elliot S. Magan. And uh, so this is... Uh, talking about how crypto's memory is restored here because in previously in action comics 441 he sort of had a recollection of a flying man but uh in this issue he uh he kind of knows what's going on now so this is a story who was that dog i saw you with last night crypto is smitten by another white dog he passes on the street named chelsea chelsea is an upper class dog so hanging around crypto for her would be considered by her dog walker uh as the issue points out to be uh quote consorting with a stray unquote so uh crypto is kind of the uh the down-on-his-luck dog compared to uh, Chelsea, who is upper class. While Crypto and his new lady canine friend Chelsea have a great day together, Lois Lane faints, causing Superman to take her to the hospital. Turns out some blue uh, gas seeps up from the ground, uh, surrounding an art museum by the park. Crypto helps Superman save works of art from being stolen, and after stopping the bad guys, Superman becomes curious about that dog he saw with Crypto last night. So that gets to the title of the issue. Uh, Superman arranges a meeting with Chelsea's dog walker and uh, they draw up some pedigree papers. When Crypto and Chelsea reconnect though, Chelsea is a little scared of Crypto because she's seen him do uh, things that other dogs can't. So Chelsea and Crypto have a kind of a love connection, uh, but Chelsea is not really up to being with the super dog because uh, Crypto scares her a little bit. So not not a not a permanent connection there, but, but Crypto does have uh, Lady Canine friends every now and then. So uh, that was a cute little story that I wanted to share. Uh, 
Uh, did you have uh, something you wanted to no, say? No, the, the only thing about that that I thought was interesting is that he gets his memory back. And of course, this is trying to bring crypto back. But there was a big, there's a, a six month gap between the Green Arrow story and this story. So Elliot Magan, he's trying to bring crypto back, but he's he's not getting to do it very quickly. Yeah. So uh, I guess sometimes those things uh, take a little while when you have uh, grand plans for crypto, the super dog. Well, uh, some other notable crypto facts and stories about Superdog in the comments, uh, comics, uh, just to point these out really quickly since we can't cover them all. Uh, crypto, uh, as John mentioned, had his own feature in the Superman family, number uh, 182 to number 192. So that puts this in the 1977 and 1978 timeframe. And it was written by Bob Toomey. In Alan Moore's Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, Crypto sacrificed his life to save Superman by biting the throat of the kryptonite man the villain died but crypto was irradiated by him and died as well so not a great ending for crypto but a heroic one this was kind of a this is kind of an end of superman story was the last story about this version of superman before the big you know relaunch in 1986-87 and so there were a lot of endings and deaths to a lot of characters and that was that was crypto's uh glorious you know giving his life for his for his friend yeah, uh, if if you're gonna k- kill the dog, if if the dog is gonna die, at least make it a a, a heroic death. He really uh, goes for that guy's throat too. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, dogs dogs can be really protective. Uh, in uh, one version of a crypto in the comics, he was depicted as a small white pet dog uh, who was rescued and later named by Bibbo Bowowski. Uh, did I say that right? I feel like I didn't say that. Bibbo Bowowski. Bowowski. Yes, he was a I recurring had- character in that in the. Uh, Late eighties, early nineties of Superman. Yeah, I I normally just say Bibbo, so I know I don't get to say the uh, Babowski part very much. I normally just call him Bibbo, so having to say both at the same time is actually hard to say. Uh, originally, Bibbo had wanted to name the dog Krypton after Superman's home planet. However, the engraver of the dog tag, knowing that Bibbo had recently won the lottery, intentionally dropped the letter in uh, six letters or less for one dollar. So he uh, was trying to extort more money from Bibbo and and an. Angry Bibbo refused to comply and renamed the dog Crypto because uh, he didn't want to pay for that <laughs> that extra letter in the name. So that's how Crypto gets his name in that story. And that was the one I was talking about earlier that was not an alien Kryptonian dog. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, in the Batman story arc Hush, Crypto has uh, taken a great liking to Catwoman, much to her <laughs> immense displeasure. So he has an interaction with Catwoman in that story. Uh, the Super Sons annual of 2017, which uh, we actually covered, John and I covered in the Streaky, the Super Cat character spotlight, explores uh, Crypto's friendship with various super animals, such as uh, Bat Cow, Titus. I can't remember Titus. I'm trying to remember who Titus is now that I'm thinking about Titus. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, Titus, Titus, Titus. What super animal is Titus in DC Comics? I, I wrote this down and then I couldn't remember who this is. Was it, was it Batman's dog? Uh, no, that's, uh, that's, dog? Uh, that's Ace the Bat Hound. Let's see. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know if this version was named Ace. It might have might have been. I'm looking at the cover. And I see a black dog. 
and Crypto. Yes. Okay. So Titus, uh, Bruce Wayne adopted Titus as a present for Damien, whom he was having difficulty bonding with. Uh, so yes, you are correct. So Titus is Ace the Bat Hound in this version. So uh, Crypto had a friendship with Titus, Bat Cow, Streaky, and Detective Chimp in that. So if you want to learn more about that story, uh, which I highly recommend, uh, check out our uh, character spotlight on Streaky the Super Cat. There's a lot of uh, animals emoting in that issue it's a it doesn't have a lot of dialogue there's a lot of uh just animals uh, animals yeah it's pretty cool all right so that's gonna uh, wrap up our time in the comics and so uh crypto's been in uh, various media portrayals uh so we'll try to get to uh, to as many as we can uh so the first one is the adventures of superboy which is uh a series a television animated series that I had actually not seen. I don't think maybe I'd seen like a clip or two, uh, but I tried to find some. It's very difficult to track down. I think it used to be on Boomerang, but uh, I could not find a way to watch it other than some clips on YouTube. I believe that they're on, I could be wrong. I believe they're on the DVD of the adventures of Superman. Cause it was a, it was a half hour show with two Superman segments or two halves of a Superman episode with a Superboy segment in, in the middle. Oh, that's good to know. That's a good tip uh, for the DVDs. I'll have to check that out because uh, The Adventures of Superboy, as John said, is a series of six-minute animated Superboy cartoons produced by Filmation that were broadcast on CBS between 1966 and 1969. In this series, Crypto aids Superboy in his adventures and missions. Uh, for example, in one of these issues in the two-parter The Spy from Outer Space, Superboy and Crypto track the spy from outer space. Crypto remains unaffected by their planet, but Superboy is weakened. So uh, to free Superboy from the red sun-covered dome he is imprisoned in, Crypto has to dump something on top of it to block out the red sun. So thanks to Superboy and Crypto, they ultimately stop an alien invasion. Uh, so uh, some other Crypto-centric episodes of this series that uh, I couldn't track down, like I said, but I did find some dis descriptions. So I'll just kind of run through some of these uh, episode descriptions uh, that I thought were great. So there's one called Crypto's Calamitous Capers. A criminal scientist has created a sonic beam transmitter with which he can cause Crypto to turn belligerent that was the description i really want to see belligerent crypto uh there's another episode that's called crypto super seeing eye dog uh, and the description for that is when a kryptonian space probe is found it contains weapons one of which actually accidentally blinds superboy so i guess uh, crypto does literally become a seeing eye dog in that one uh there's another episode called crypto canine detective in which dog thieves are on the rampage until crypto posing as an innocent dog is captured. And then there's also Forget Me Not Superdog. Uh, and the description for that is breaking up a meteor shower. Superboy and Crypto are struck by a kryptonite meteor, which gives Crypto amnesia. So, And even, uh, even when the episodes don't focus on Crypto, he's basically there with Superboy for all of the stories. They're kind of inseparable. He's in the cartoon a lot more than he was in the comics during that time. It's actually uh, uh, the the episodes that I could find of them on the interwebs. Uh, I actually enjoyed watching it. it. was a It was a cute little show, and it uh, it actually I thought did a pretty good job representing these characters uh, from the comics and, and sort of you know uh, portraying them as they would have been in the comics at that time. So I, I thought it was a, a pretty cute little show. So I'm glad to know that maybe they're they're on the uh, Adventures of Superman DVDs. I'll have to go check those out. I know I've seen them because I remember I remember enjoying the Superboy segments more than the Superman segments a lot. Of times. <laughs> 
Well, that is a good tip. Uh, well, this is the start of crypto's time in animation, which he will thrive in for many, many decades. So uh, the next time that we'll see uh, crypto in animation is in the Batman the Animated Series episode, Deep Freeze. Crypto is one of the robotic toys on display in Carl Rossum's house. Carl Rossum or Rossum, uh, Batman and Robin and consult Carl about a robot that kidnaps Mr. Freeze. But Carl explains that the only robots he makes these days are his quote, little friends, unquote, to keep him company. In addition to crypto being depicted, the other notable robot friends of Carl's are Batmite, Mr. Mr. Spedalik, and Streaky the Supercat. So crypto doesn't really do anything in uh, Batman the Animated Series, but he is visually depicted there along with uh, Streaky and some other notable DC Comics characters. Uh, but he will also appear on Superman, the animated series. So not just on Batman, the animated series. He does make an appearance in uh, the episode, The Last Son of Krypton, part one. He's seen as a puppy on Krypton, but he is not given a name. In the episode, Bizarro's World, Bizarro enters the Fortress of Solitude and releases a number of alien animals kept there, including a violent reptilian creature, which Bizarro considers to be his crypto uh, or Bizarro crypto, and both become fond of each other. So I love this depiction of a crypto in Superman, the animated series, because he's a little puppy and it's adorable. And I, I wish there were more uh, puppy adventures with crypto. It's like that original first comics appearance. You know, Superboy had a dog back on Krypton, which he doesn't remember in that story, but he does remember later because Superboy has perfect memory. So he will remember yes. his, you know, playing with crypto. It's just in the animated series, he didn't make it to Earth. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, for one, would like more puppy crypto stories. That's that's what I'm into. So uh, so if anybody's listening at DC Comics, puppy crypto, write it up. All mm -hmm. right. So the next time we'll see crypto in animation, he is in Justice League Unlimited in the episode for the man who has everything. He is seen in Superman's dream as a pet of imagined son Van L. So Superman's been been taken over by the Black Mercy and he's uh, he's a. Uh, experiencing this dream that he is back on Krypton. So uh, because the dream is set on Krypton, Krypto is depicted as having no powers or costumes, so he's not a super dog here. But otherwise, he looks pretty uh, similar to most versions of the character. He is a white dog uh, with a collar, even though he doesn't have the red cape. You can still uh, know that he is Krypto. I just covered this, uh, the comic version of this story, the original version of this story in my uh, Superman in Crisis podcast. It's, it's a pretty powerful story. Yeah, definitely check out John's podcast, plug, plug, plug. Um, and uh, also, the Justice League Unlimited episode is great. The comic is great. Even the Supergirl episode from season one, where it is called For the Girl Who Has Everything, is also great. It's a, it's a good way to explore the, the Krypton uh, uh, experience for Superman and Supergirl. So I love all of those iterations of the story. So definitely uh, check those out. Well, the next time that Crypto is in animation, he gets his own show. So he gets an entire show dedicated to him called, of course, Crypto the Super Dog. Uh, the, uh, Crypto here is voiced by Samuel Vincent because Crypto does talk 
in this series. Uh, the series sees him a team with fellow animal superheroes, Streaky the Supercat, the Dog Star Patrol that we talked about that I love so much, and Ace the Bad Hound, and goes up against the evil Mechanicat, and even has to deal with dog-related problems like a super flea. Uh, <laughs> dogs have to deal with fleas all the time. This one is a super flea, and he's pretty uh, rough. Uh, this version of Krypton, uh, Crypto shares the origin of the original comic book version of Crypto, having been launched by Jarrell from Krypton when he was just a puppy, but he did not arrive until after Superman was already grown up. Crypto becomes friends with a young boy named Kevin, and they work to reunite Crypto with Superman. Uh, since Superman is gone a lot, he has to go around the world saving people and doing things. Uh, so, uh, so Superman suggests to Kevin uh, that he's going to need some help looking after crypto. So he says, Hey, Kevin, could you, you know, take care of my dog for me? So crypto lives with Kevin and uh, he can also talk to Kevin. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's very, um, uh, fortunate for Kevin that he can talk to his dog and to communicate in English with his dog crypto. Uh, and they do this through uh, the use of an ear implanted translator. So Kevin has to have this uh, on him so that he can actually have something, you know, the dog talk translated into English for him. And on this show, uh, Kevin and Crypto live next door to Streaky the Super Cat. So Streaky lives next door with uh, his friend Andrea. Don't call her Andrea or Andrea. She is Andrea. She makes that very clear. Uh, so Crypto has adventures with Streaky and Ace and the Dog Star Patrol. And uh, they, it's, it's really cute. It's a, it's a, it's a good show. It's good for kids. I enjoy it <laughs> it does have a very uh catchy theme song if you watch the opening titles and you don't come away with it that his name is crypto i don't know what you've been watching because the, <laughs> the the theme song makes it very clear that his name is crypto uh so uh you should know that by the end of those opening titles so very catchy theme song so just a word of warning when you watch that series it's gonna get stuck in your head but i i think it's a really good depiction of crypto uh, he's really cute in it, uh, and it's fun to meet all of his little uh, super pet friends. So I highly re recommend Crypto the Super Dog, the animated series. All right, so uh, the next time we see Crypto, he's actually in uh, live action, but he's not Crypto per se. Uh, this is uh, Smallville in the episode titled Crypto, uh, although in this version, Crypto's powers seem to be limited to strength developed as a product of experiments with kryptonite at Luther Corp. Uh, these are also temporary. The dog is found by a teenage Lois Lane and brought to the Kent farm. In the final scene, when the uh, Kent family and Lois are deciding on a name, Lois drapes a red towel around the dog after giving it a bath, which mimics a cape. Clark considers naming him Crypto, uh, and when Lex asks the meaning behind the name, Clark says that it's because of his cryptic origins. Uh, <laughs> Lo Lois, Lois, though, dislikes the name, uh, telling him that uh, you can call your next dog Crypto. So I guess the idea on Smallville was that uh, the Kent family would have this dog Shelby uh, that they call uh, the dog Shelby. And then uh, when Clark becomes Superman, maybe the next dog he has would be Crypto. So that actually makes sense. He uh, he eventually does name the dog Shelby, uh, though, as I mentioned, after one of Martha Kent's old dogs. And Clark feels that it was a better name over Lewis's choice, which was Clarky. So the dog almost got named Clarky. Uh, but they settled on Shelby instead. So I, I think the dog on Smallville is really cute. Um, and uh, although it's not depicted as crypto normally is, because this isn't really crypto, 
this is a, a somewhat superpowered dog in a Kent family dog that uh, hangs out with a, a teenage version of Clark Kent, but this is not actually technically crypto. So there's actually no need for the, the, the crypto, the dog here to be a, a white dog like he is in the comics. He was named Rusty in the comics, the version of Superman who didn't go up with the crypto. So especially with the coloring, I'm surprised they didn't pull the name Rusty. Oh, that actually would be would be a, a good thing there. But yeah, so they went with Shelby here. All right, so we're going to go back to animation uh, with the Legion of Superheroes animated a television show, which I highly recommend to people. It's a great depiction of the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, so on that show, a dog nearly identical in appearance to Crypto appears in the episode Message in a Bottle in the shrunken city of Candor. Uh, this dog licks Superman's head to wake him up after he's been knocked out by Imperiax. When Brainiac 5 turns Candor's son from red to yellow, uh, energizing the city's Krypton descent inhabitants this dog also receives superpowers so uh, there's a little bit of crypto the super dog there and he looks like crypto he's he's a white dog and he's got a collar around his neck um so and he has superpowers there so uh good depiction there uh also uh crypto goes back to a batman animated series because batman has lots of animated series uh so you're probably gonna end up with uh crypto on one of them uh so he does appear in the batman the brave and the bold episode battle of the superheroes exclamation point one of the best episodes of the series it actually is pretty great and i should probably say battle of the superheroes because there's an exclamation point um and in this episode when superman is turned evil by the red kryptonite necklace that was unknowingly given to Lois Lane by Lex Luthor. Crypto uh, teams up with Batman to hold off Superman until the effects of the red uh, kryptonite have worn off. And at one point, which I thought was hilarious, Superman, he's so evil, he declares himself King Superman and throws Crypto into space. Crypto <laughs> then re-enters the Earth's atmosphere in a fireball and knocks Superman into City Hall. It's a great moment for <laughs> Crypto the Superdog. And uh, a very heroic moment, uh, aside from fighting Superman, he uh, does rescue Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen because they've fallen down this big hole in the street. So he actually does get to rescue people. So this is a great episode for Crypto the Superdog. And just like John said, a great episode of animated DC stuff in general. Uh, and, and Batman the Brave and the Bold is actually a good series. I have some issues with the way they depict the birds of prey. <laughs> uh, mm. But but on the whole, uh, the, the series is pretty great. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And if people don't know, uh, the Brave and the Bold was a team-up comic series in, uh, in the comics. It was a, a chance for uh, characters to uh, get together. And I, I recently learned it did not start off as Batman, the brave and the bold. It actually right. just started as the brave and the bold. And then Batman just kind of took it over. So it, it predates Marvel team up, but you know, Marvel team up for Spider-Man and DC comics presents for Superman. The brave and the bold was that for Batman. And yeah, he was not the only one who did team us, but he did. He pretty much became the main guy for a while. Yeah, so in that series, uh, which I recommend as a comic series too, if you if you want to read the the comic version of it, uh, Batman will team up with uh, Superman, or he'll team up with Aquaman, or he'll team up with Green Arrow. So it's a lot of fun uh, to get to see Batman hang out with these other characters. So I definitely recommend it. And it looks like a uh, new Rachel even says that's my favorite episode. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, so if you want to watch Batman: The Brave and the Bold, check that one out. You can watch it on uh, Supergirl Radio's favorite HBO Max. 
Cubs. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's easily accessible. Can we do the Young Justice one? You've been going for a while. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So the Young Justice series, which of course has just, I think, just reached the end of its fourth season on HBO Max. Uh, early in the series is run. They had the episode Alpha Male, where Superboy, and this is this is the Connor Kent version of Superboy, the clone of Superman and a uh, uh, mysterious second figure. Yes, Superboy, ad- correct. <laughs> he adopts a genetically altered white Indian wolf. Uh, Kid Flash suggests they name the animal Crypto, uh, but Miss Martian says that name is already taken. <laughs> so Superboy decides to name him Wolf instead, uh, and because you know Superboy himself is a bit of a lone wolf in that story. Nice. And in later episodes, Wolf is shown to have many similarities to Crypto, such as his partnership with Superboy and some super abilities like super strength and enhanced durability. And um, he even experiments some with Cobra Venom and ends up with a Cobra Venom enhancement. And uh, this more wolf-like version of Crypto was also emulated in the uh, post-Flashpoint Superboy series. He got a sort of ah. alien dog Crypto, but it was more wolf-like in its features, not puppy. Yeah, I, I like this uh, version of a crypto because uh, it's very unusual. Uh, and I, I like that uh, this this wolf character sort of uh, stays with uh, Superboy and Miss Martian uh, for a long time throughout the series. So I think that's really cool that he, he becomes a character of his own. He's not just like a pet of theirs. He becomes a, a recurring character there. So not quite crypto. It sounds like there's another crypto in the Young Justice universe. Uh, but I thought we would mention that here. Since He's a crypto is- analog. He's a he's a, a version of what could be crypto for Superboy here, uh, so that's a unique version. Well, uh, let's uh, get into some DC Nation shorts because these are adorable. Uh, crypto appears in the DC Super Pet series of shorts in DC Nation Shorts, voiced by David K. Where you can see him competing against Streaky the Super Cat to do super feats. He uh, he's also seen freaking out over a squirrel. <laughs> uh, actually, the squirrel. Green Lantern, uh, who is, uh, I think, pronounced Badge. Um, So as a dog, he's trying to hold it together when Badge is near him, even though he wants to chase the squirrel. Uh, (laughs) So he's freaking out a little bit. Um, And he also is shown hearing some fascinating origin stories of potential cow inductees into the Super Pets. Um, I highly recommend these DC Nation shorts. I believe that you can find them on YouTube. I've linked uh, everything that we're talking about for anyone who's interested in learning more. I have all the links to everything in the video description of the live stream, and we'll have them in the audio podcast show notes so that you can watch these things for yourself and check them out. Uh, but the neat, the DC Nation shorts are, are as you would imagine, they're short little animated uh, uh, episodes that you can consume in a, a, just a couple of minutes, and they're great. They uh, they actually are using the Art Balthazar, uh, our Balthazar uh, uh uh, comic art style. So if you've seen any of the Super Pets books, the DC Super Pets books, this is that art style they are uh, utilizing here for DC Nation shorts. And they, I, I just think they're so cute. They also did the Superman Family Adventures, which was absolutely adorable and also had crypto in it. 
Yes. So definitely check those out. Those are a lot of fun and don't take a lot of time <laughs> to watch. They're very short as per the name. Uh, well, uh, let's get into Justice League Action, which is also another animated series. Uh, crypto appears here, first seen in episode Best Day Ever, in which Superman refers to crypto as his security system and the Fortress of Solitude. He also later appears in an episode uh, titled Unleashed, where he is seen thwarting Dexter, the Red Lantern. Core with help from Streaky the Super Cat. And I believe we also talked about that in the Streaky the Super Cat character mm -hmm. spotlight as well. Uh, so lots of super pet action there. I can do Titans. Yes. Uh, are, are you familiar, John, with yes. the Titans version of Crypto? Yes. So the, the second season of Titans is my favorite because it brings in Superboy and it brings in Crypto. So Crypto appears in Titans. Of course, much like with small children, you can't have a single actor for a live action crypto. So crypto is portrayed <laughs> by multiple dog actors, Wrigley, Digby, and Lacey, who I'm sure had all equal pay levels. And I, I'm um, sure they would have to. I would right. Imagine. Yeah. So crypto first appears in the second season and is depicted as a golden retriever. He's a captive test subject for Cadmus Laboratories, a nefarious organization that all of the post-crisis versions of Superboy have had connections with as That's well. Right. And they find him stuck in a kryptonite-powered cage. But, of course, Connor, who becomes Superboy, rescues him, and uh, Crypto accompanies Connor and joins the Titans. Um Wrigley, Digby, and Lacey were the different dog actors and each had their different skills and personalities. So um, since tra uh, trainers cannot be on camera with the dog, Superboy actor Joshua Orpin had to become a pseudo dog trainer himself uh, to work with the different uh, dog actors. And I'm guessing since they had their different personalities, they wanted to do different kinds of scenes or different kinds of stunts. They would have different dog actors who could specialize Yes, I imagine so. And I love this version of crypto. Uh, this is one of those things where I imagine some people when they make live action DC stuff, they probably would be like, oh, you can't do crypto the super dog. It's just not possible. It would look goofy. It would look stupid. But Titans, I think, really pulls this off. And, and Crypto in this series, he's got heat vision, he flies, he busts mm -hmm. through walls, and he has superpowers. And so to me, that's awesome. He looks like Crypto. And it's just awesome to me that he is actually Crypto the super dog as Crypto the super dog should be portrayed. And they were able to do it in live action. He's yep. been in animated stuff for so long, but they actually pulled it off. I thought it was great. I thought the first season of that show got a lot of flack, but that second season made me so happy. And yeah, Crypto was great in that. Yeah, and he's paired up with uh, Connor, who uh, is Superboy. So I, I think it's cool that uh, he has connection with another Superboy, not necessarily just Clark Kent, uh, but with Connor here as well. Well, let's uh, talk about DC Superhero Girls. Uh, so Crypto appears in both iterations of DC Superhero Hero Girls. He is the pet of Kara Danvers and has power similar to hers and teams up and they team up with a Batgirl and Ace the Bat Hound occasionally. And uh, in one instance, they catch a cat burglar <laughs> and save the Metropolis Kennel uh, Club dog show. Uh, so really cute depictions here in both iterations because uh, DC Superhero Girls uh, sort of revamped itself uh, with the art style. So Crypto and Kara do uh, uh, have a relationship. Uh, she, he is basically her dog uh, on that show. And so uh, it's good to see that in both versions of DC Superhero Girls, uh, Kara and Crypto have a dynamic there. Um. 
then we have Superman Batman Apocalypse, which uh, is adapted from a comic series. I think the second arc of the Superman Batman team up. I believe that's right. Volume two. Yeah. Yeah. So crypto appears in that film where he reacts violently to the sudden appearance of Kara Zor-El in the Fortress of Solitude. Why is this strange young woman in my house? I, don't <laughs> I know mean, he looks is. mean. Yes, but before he can do any real damage to her, Superman stops him, tells him to let her be. And then, you know, Crypto's a good dog, so he listens. Batman is also present, and uh, Batman agrees with Crypto. He takes Crypto's <laughs> side in all this and tells Superman that he trusts the dog instincts and does not trust this alien young woman. Uh, this is, of course... Um, in the comics, this was the revival of the original version of Kara as opposed to the Matrix version that they'd had for so many years. Yeah, so uh, Crypto takes a little while to warm up to this new uh, Kryptonian that they have found <laughs> in Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. So usually Kara and Crypto get along, but uh, in this one, uh, he he doesn't like her at first. So it's a, it's a little upsetting as, <laughs> as a Supergirl fan to, to see Crypto uh, not happy with her. Uh, also, uh, yeah, go ahead, John. I was going to say, this next one might be the only time Crypto has appeared in the theaters because Teen Titans Go to the Movies was a theatrical release. That's true. And uh, he was, there were, there were so many uh, mentions and nods and references to so many elements of comics. And Crypto was one of the many superheroes who got cameo appearances uh, and, you know, in that universe has their own movie. Yes, uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies is great. If you're a DC fan, you should check it out. Uh, it has a lot of nods to different elements of the DC universe. And uh, the the premise of the, of the story is kind of hilarious, too. It's it's Robin wanting his own movie. He, he's never had his own movie, and he really wants his own movie. And there's a twist at the end that I won't ruin for anyone, uh, but, uh, but Robin is trying to get there on the big screen. He wants his own movie, not just with the Teen Titans, but a Robin film, which, you know, I can't disagree with. I think maybe Robin should have his own movie. Uh, but that is a really acute movie and a, a really great uh, animated film, too, just from a film perspective. It's really great. And so Crypto is there in, in the audience when uh, when uh, they kind of show all the characters who uh, maybe either had their own movies or should have their own movies as well. So I think that's really fun to watch. So definitely check that out. Well, uh, Crypto has also appeared in numerous video games uh, that are DC Comics related. He's been in uh, DC Universe Online, where he helps the players on either uh, campaign fight Brainiac's forces when they invade the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, he's been he, he, he was mentioned in Lego Batman 2 DC superheroes, but he actually appears as an unlockable playable character in Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. Uh, he also was in Infinite Crisis, uh, where he uh, appears as a purchasable player, a playable character, voiced by Frederick Theodore Posenor III, which is a fantastic <laughs> name. Uh, great name. Uh, he Crypto also appears as an unlockable playable character in Lego DC Supervillains, and he's actually kind of adorable in that one. I love that version of, of Crypto in uh, Supervillains there. Uh, and Crypto was also uh, originally set to appear as a playable character in Injustice 2, 
but was cut from the game for unknown reasons. So although he did not appear in the storyline, Crypto is mentioned in a pre-battle dialogue with Bizarro and Darkseid. And on the internet, you can find the concept art of what Crypto would have looked like if he had appeared in Injustice 2. Um, I think, personally, I think Crypto should be part of Injustice 2 because Injustice 2 is uh, uh, when Supergirl is trying to help bring Superman back from the brink after he goes uh, evil and rogue. So I think Crypto should play a part in that. Uh, John, do you want to talk about uh, DC League of Super Pets? Yeah, we've got um, Crypto the Superdog is going to be making his big screen feature film debut. So despite the cameo in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, this is Crypto's first actual film. Maybe this is the one that he was in, in Teen Titans Go. Oh, yeah, maybe. Could be. (laughs) The DC League of Super Pets, he'll be voiced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who... um, is fantastic and is not only doing this DC film, of course, he's also got Black Adam coming out. Uh, but to promote the film, DC Kids has been releasing a series of stop motion animation videos titled DC Toy Boy Adventures that feature crypto and the DC League of Super Pets. So this, you know, the sort of the inspiration for this episode, really looking forward to seeing this film. The 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 uh, trailers feel like they've got the right vibe, you know, comedy, yeah. fun. Crypto being a super dog, bring it on. Yeah, uh, the the animated film uh, looks great. I will be uh, a little ragey if there is no Streaky the Super Cat. I'm, I'm hoping that Streaky will make some kind of appearance. They probably won't do Comet because Comet gets no love, and uh, that makes me very sad. But uh, I hope at some point maybe Streaky will make an appearance. But uh, but they do have the, uh, the comedy aspect of the Super Pets down, and I think it's a good way... Uh, to have an animated film geared towards children because everybody loves uh, pets and animals. And I think that's a good way to utilize the the super pets is in uh, big screen animation. And the uh, DC Toy Box Adventures, I think it, I think is actually really smart. It probably took them a long time to make create these stop motion uh, animated episodes. Uh, but it seems like a good way to cross promote the toys that are coming out in association with the film. Uh, so that's actually a pretty smart strategy in the marketing uh, team <laughs> to help them uh, sell the toys in association with that. Because I may I may buy some of these toys myself because the crypto is really cute. So you can watch those now on the DC Kids YouTube channel. Uh, they only have two episodes out so far, but I imagine uh, maybe they'll come out with some more as the, the film uh, gets going underway as they start uh, promoting uh, the film coming out soon. So, uh, John, if you have some time, uh, I have some snap judgments for us to make. Oh, yes. So if you would like to do that, we will play a game of snap judgments. In the game of snap judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only choose one. First instincts are recommended and explanations are unnecessary. Okay, so the first snap judgment, which non-crypto crypto do you prefer? Shelby on Smallville or Wolf on Young Justice? Uh, me personally, I'm going to go with Wolf every day and twice on Sunday. <laughs> all right. All right. That is a good choice. Oh, this one is tough. I think because I think the Shelby dog is really cute. I think just from physical appearance, 
I think I would probably pick Shelby on Smallville. And that's the only reason, just because I think the dog is cute. <laughs> no explanation other than that. All right. So who would win in a super dog fight? Uh, if we were pitting Crypto and Ace the Bat Hound against each other, who would win that fight? Who would you pick? Um, I think they would be friends. But if they had to fight, uh, Crypto has superpowers and Ace is a dog with a mask. So Crypto would be able to win. Although Ace might have like lots of time to plan his revenge. Mm, While yeah. he's planning, Crypto would knock him into the sun. <laughs> that is a good scenario. I think Ace the Bat Hound is very clever and does have some gadgets on him. Uh, but I think Crypto takes him. I think I think he would just uh, you know fly around him a couple of times, and Ace would be uh, just down for the count. I don't think it's any competition. I think Crypto's got this one. All right. So the next one and the final snap judgment, and this is the most important of the snap judgments. Oh I think. Uh, so that you really think about your answer for this one. So which is the better team name? Space Canine... Oh, I'm, I'm already screwing it up. What, uh, which is the better team name? Space Canine Patrol Agents or Dog Star Patrol? Space Canine Patrol Agents definitely has its charm as a 60s comic book concept. but And, and, and so I feel like it's the better name, but Dog Star Patrol is a lot more catchy. Yeah, I think for me, Dog Star Patrol is easier to remember. I think from a just like a branding perspective, Dog Star Patrol is easy to remember. It's easier to say. Uh, but I do. I like I like Space Canine Patrol agents. I think that's really cute. But I'm going to go Dog Star Patrol on this. And are they, are they playing on the SPCA? Is that like the Space Canine Patrol agents? I think they're doing a riff on that organization's acronym. I think so. I think that's uh, what it's uh, what it's alluding to. So uh, I think there's some some really interesting bits behind the name. But I think Space Canine Patrol Agents it's just is too wordy for me. So if I had to pick one, I think I'm going Dog Star Patrol on that one. Well, thank you, John, for playing some snap judgments with me, and uh, we'll wrap that up. No judgments on your snap judgments. Well, John, thank you so much for uh, stepping in and talking about another Sir Pet with me and uh, being so game to talk about uh, all of this stuff. And uh, I learned quite a bit uh, from you sharing your knowledge. And so thank you for being with me here on Supergirl Radio. How can our listeners and viewers now that we do have uh, <laughs> cameras and we're alive on YouTube and Facebook, uh, how can our uh, viewers and listeners find you on the internet? So I have a website, johnreadscomics.com and my Twitter handle is at John Reads Comics. I've been podcasting for over 10 years now. Uh, I have various projects that I've done that are all on that website. But my current project, I have read every Superman story from the beginning all in the way through the 80s and into the early 90s. And when I got to Crisis on Infinite Earths, I decided to make a podcast out of it. So right now, weekly, uh, there is a series called Superman in Crisis, where I'm covering every issue of Christ on Infinite Earths and every Superman-related comic story that came out during that same time. So sort of documenting the end of one version of Superman's history through 1985 and the first half of 1986. The uh, latest episode as this is going out, talked about Superman Annual 11 for the man who has everything. And uh, we'll be talking about the very Supergirl-centric uh -oh. issue of Crisis. Uh-oh. Uh, the first Monday in July, because that will be the anniversary of whenever that issue hit stands in July of 1985. 
Yeah, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, a very important part of Supergirl's history. So I, I think what you do is really cool because uh, you have you've read so many Superman uh, stories, which would also involve Supergirl. So anytime I have a, a question about uh, the Superman family, I always hit uh, John up because I know he's probably got the answer for that. So I think your reading project is so cool. And uh, I, I I thank you for your service and your ability <laughs> to to, uh, to share that information and that knowledge that you've accumulated over the years. Uh, and uh, John is also an excellent podcaster, as you probably heard on this episode. So uh, I think very highly of John uh, John's work in the podcasting space. So definitely cool. go check his uh, work out if you haven't already listened and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. All right. Well, before we get into our DC TV podcast and Supergirl radio plugs i would like to plug the podcast hosting platform that supergirl radio has been using since 2015 and uh share a little information about an opportunity that's being offered until june 30th so as this episode uh drops you don't have very long so if you want to uh be part of this offer you gotta get on it so uh here is an offer about uh, the podcast hosting platform, Libsyn. If you're looking to start a podcast, use Supergirl Radio's unique promo code, SUPER, to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful audience building stats and all the support you need to sound your best. And hey... They can even do video. Bring your podcast to life and have your voice heard with Libsyn. Click on the link in the live stream video description or our audio podcast show notes. Supergirl Radio has actually had a couple of our listeners become podcasters. So uh, that's really fun to think about. So uh, people uh, have been using their voice through uh, different uh, mediums and especially podcasting. So that's really cool. Well, uh, now I think it's time to get to some Supergirl Radio and some DC TV podcasts. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchaser, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the CW Supergirl TV series. We are listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com slash dc-fans. If you like what we do, we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy our Supergirl radio live streams, make sure to subscribe to the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel and hit that notification bell to get notified when we go live and wired. DC TV Podcast also has a Tee Public store, so if you are in need of new DC TV related t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, onesies, mugs, notebooks, pillows, or stickers, go to supergirlradio.com and click on the Tee Public store link at the top of the page. Supergirl Radio, Superman and Lois Radio, The Flash Podcast, and The Legends of Tomorrow Podcast, Black Lightning Podcast, Bad Woman Podcast 2, and Titans and Doom Patrol Podcast just for you, Justice League Dark Podcast, Green Lantern Podcast, Star Girl Podcast, Strange Adventures Podcast, and finally my favorite of the bunch, DCTV After Dark, where you're allowed to say 
Speaking of the DC TV podcast, T Public Store, since we talked about crypto, the super dog uh, in this week's episode of Supergirl Radio, we have some super dog designs in the DC TV podcast, T Public Store. So if you're interested in t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, that kind of thing, we have uh, some super dog designs that we have added to the T Public Store. So definitely check that out and uh we would like to thank uh our uh supergirl radio patreon supporters for uh supporting the supergirl radio patreon these people are michael sam Anne marie yvonne quinn nicola Le- leslie abby ermgard miriam nicole lizeth faith brian ethan and danny if you would like to be a part of the supergirl radio patreon you just go to patreon.com slash supergirl radio and we have four monthly levels there for you to choose from so we appreciate you uh supporting the supergirl radio patreon and helping us uh with our podcast hosting fees through libsyn uh, like we talked about and also providing ways that we can do uh fun things and give back to our supergirl radio uh community and uh do cool things like uh purchasing the supergirl radio brick at the super museum and helping to support uh the museum and all the things that they do with their mission in metropolis illinois well if you want to keep up with me you can do that a couple of ways you can find me on instagram at the derby kid and i have a youtube channel as well uh, a personal youtube channel in addition to the dc tv podcast youtube channel that i've uh, streamed to every week with supergirl radio you can also find me at youtube.com slash duck prod i've had to take a, a little bit of time off from my batman v superman a dawn of justice critical reception reviews of the reviews uh for a little while because i'm going to be taking some time off as well uh, so uh, it's going to be a little bit. Probably I'll get back to that in July. So if you're interested in that, I'll uh, be scheduling some live streams over there. And just as a, a personal slash Supergirl Radio uh, mention, just to give everybody a heads up, Supergirl Radio uh, in general, uh, uh, Morgan and myself, we're taking a little time off because we have to every now and then just take a little bit of time off to get, uh, you know, get refreshed and uh, and it takes some time off from podcasting, but that does not mean you are not going to get some new Supergirl radio episodes. Uh, we've already uh, pre-recorded some to, uh, to publish and schedule. So you're, you're, if you're a regular Supergirl radio listener or a viewer on the YouTube channel, it's going to be like we never left. <laughs> so, so even though we're taking some time off, you're not going to miss a beat. Everything's going to operate as normal uh, for the next couple of weeks. So uh, you're you're not going to miss anything, which is the great part. <laughs> uh, so uh, even though Supergirl Radio is going to take some time off just to, to, to regroup and refresh, got to do that a couple of times a year. Otherwise, you know, as a podcaster, you're going to burn out and you're going to get uh, stressed out and uh, uh, burned out and uh, just kind of overly tired sometimes you get exhausted as a podcaster and you're like oh i can't do this forever um but sometimes you have to regroup and refresh and that, that helps get back into the podcasting game so we have to do that a couple of times a year and so uh for the summer we're going to be doing that so uh if you are interested in uh checking out the next couple of uh youtube premieres so we're not going to be live and wired like we normally are for the next couple of weeks but we are going to do some video premieres on uh youtube.com slash 
SDC TV podcast. So during the video premiere of our uh, episodes on uh, Future State, Cars Are All Superwoman, and also an interview that I did uh, with a very special guest, Morgan Glennon, where I ask her questions about uh, writing a comic book story that she recently did for uh, 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 By Visibility, uh, the, the part two anthology that she wrote a story for. I asked her some questions about that. And so we did a little interview segment where I interviewed her. So that's going to be coming out soon. And all of those things will also not only be in the audio podcast feed, but also be video premieres on the YouTube channel and will be posts on the Supergirl Radio Facebook page. So you won't miss those there as well. So if you normally watch on the Facebook page, you'll get them there as well. But uh, but with a video premiere on YouTube, you can watch it and also hop in the live chat function. So if you if you if you like the uh, gathering together with other fans, you can still do that with the video premiere. So you can gather and uh, chat with each other while you watch, and we'll be able to see those uh, live chat and uh, comments later on. So if you still want to gather on Tuesday nights, that's still going to be available to you. So. I uh, just wanted to let everybody know what the plan was. So it's going to look like normal, but <laughs> but Morgan and I are taking a little uh, time off uh, for just a, a little bit of a podcasting break. So I just wanted to make sure everybody was aware of that. All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for uh, uh, just kind of take care of business for our Crypto the Super Dog, whether it's a Super Dog or a Super Dash Dog character spotlight. Uh, so, uh, so uh, hope everybody enjoyed learning about a crypto and uh, the Man of Steel's best friend, and sometimes uh, the Girl of Steel's best friend. So that's going to do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. But until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson, and I couldn't decide whether to end the episode as pup pup in a way or rough rough in a way because they do both of those on crypto the uh, super dog animated series so i guess i'm just gonna go pop pop and away McGurk! I love not typing. mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this show. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Supergirl.